Good evening. And uh, as we give people a few minutes to log on tonight, I want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule, whether you're watching this live or you are watching it later, or if you are uh, listening to the podcast, all of those things, I just want to thank you for taking uh, time out of your evening uh, to watch these nightly devotions. Uh, as always, uh, I just can't uh, wrap my head around how many different times I'll be out at the hospital or the nursing home or sitting at the ball game and someone say, hey, I just wanted you to know that uh, we don't have a church home right now or I've really been going through a hard time, um, and, you know, I really feel like the world word is speaking. Um, and that's kind of an overwhelming thought, because most of the time I can think, well, is it doing any good? Is there any purpose? And so it just goes to show you that as long as it's the Word, it never returns void. And so tonight there are two questions that we want to address in our study of why the nativity. And that is, why was Herod so angry? And why did the wise men bring gifts? Uh, if you remember that Herod um, wanted to find the child, uh, we know that he murdered, if you look in the book of Matthew chapter 2, verse 16, then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all of its area from two years old and under, according to the time with which he had ascertained from the Magi. And so what would possess a man to murder a whole community's little children? Well, any time that we reject Jesus, we have no limits to the depths of how we will run from him. Think about this simple truth. We in America have allowed the murder of 60 million unborn babies. Babies all the same. Created, fearfully, wonderfully made. God knew them before he created them. But yet, because there is a group of people who refuse to admit that Jesus is Lord, and what he says is true, they will do what they want. Why is it that we are watching in our country the confusion over, is a boy a boy, or is a girl a girl? Or should Grown men who think they're women teach little children these things. It's because when you do not acknowledge that Jesus is Lord and Savior and live your life however you see fit, there is no depth to the wickedness that we might exhibit. And so Herod was called king of the Jews. Herod was terrified that he was losing his position, his power, his authority. He thought, if this group of people rebel against me, the Romans will kick me out. I will be 
thrown in prison or killed. And so when you think about it, why do people reject Jesus? They reject him because they want their own way. There's something in their life that is more important to them than following Jesus. Sometimes it's money. Think of the rich young ruler. And he said, I've kept all these commandments. And Jesus said, sell all that you have to follow me. He couldn't do it. Think of it when he said, let me bury my father and then I will follow you. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. Now, Jesus wasn't talking bad about funerals. He was talking about the fact that you can't love your family more than you love Jesus. And so some people, it will be their religious traditions. Some people, it will be their sins. Think of the amount of people that have told me over the last two years, I will not come to church because church seems too conservative. Church seems too much like a political party. But yet the church isn't a political party, but the Bible speaks on all things political. And so because of my political beliefs, I won't come to church. What you've ultimately said is that I will not yield to Jesus. And so while we look at Herod and his anger and his wickedness, we should know, the Bible says, that to hate someone in our heart is murder. And so while we might have never ordered the slaughter of a community or children, how many times have we, when we knew God wanted something for us, said no and done the very same thing? But what about the gifts that the wise men brought? So we see Herod, who could have worshipped Jesus, but didn't. And we see the gifts that the wise man brought as an act of worship and the extreme difference. And today my challenge to you is this. Are you going to choose to worship him like the wise men? Are you going to choose to reject him like King Herod? You say, well, Jake, how do I know that? I want you to think about your life. Herod was unwilling to give something up for Jesus. The wise man gave valuable gifts to him. And so tonight, what is keeping you from coming to Jesus? But on the other hand, what have you given to him as you followed him? The Bible says, one, you have to give him your heart and life. You have to come to him and say, Lord, I believe that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords that you died on the cross for me, that you were buried, that you rose again. And the gifts that they brought him, we know it was gold, which is a sign of kingship, royalty. We saw that it was frankincense and oil that was used to prepare a sacrifice, a uh, prepare an offering. Uh, it was a sweet aroma. It would have given them the idea of life and forgiveness. And then the myrrh, which would have been a bitter smelling uh, oil and it would have been very valuable but yet it was something that was poured on the sacrifice as it was being killed and so when we think about the king being represented in the gold we think of the oil being representing of godliness and the holiness and then we think of the myrrh as a representative of the death of Jesus and so even the gifts that these wise men brought pointed us to who Jesus is. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is perfect. He never sinned. And he was going to die as our sacrifice that we might have eternal life.
And so tonight, you can't buy your way into heaven. You can't earn your way into heaven, friends, but you can come humbly and honestly because of what Jesus did. But tonight, the great warning is, don't be like Herod. Don't let the things of this world become so important to you, so desiring to you, that you miss Jesus. Remember, you cannot take the treasures of this world to heaven with you. You cannot store up in heaven material things, but you can store up spiritual things. And so tonight, I pray that you are ready, that you know him, and that you are following him this Christmas season. And whatever he asks of you and me to give or to give up for him, that we will graciously lay it down. As always, God bless you. And I look forward, Lord willing, to seeing you tomorrow night.